Hey, welcome to Who Knew It with Matt Stewart. And uh, this is not Matt Stewart, this is Saran Jayamana. We're in Sydney, we're about to be in Brisbane, we're doing live Who Knew It with Matt Stewart's in both those cities. And we're also doing our stand-up shows, uh, Dry Dry, is that right? That is correct, uh, Who Knew It's with Matt Stewart's, and also Dry Dry in Sydney at the Manning Bar, and in Brisbane at the beautiful Powerhouse. Oh, so good. And we're you're doing the Who Knew It's at the Chippo, and at the Good Chat Comedy. Anyway, we'd love to see you there, it'd be fantastic. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Who Knew with Matt Stewart, the show where the guests write the wrong answers. I'm the titular Matt Stewart. Now, guests this week are Californian-based stand-up comedians and hosts of the Scary Funny Podcast. It's Tom Tran and Deshaun Ross. Hey, hey what's happening? What's going on? What's good? I mean, it's so nice to be here in California. Thank you for coming and hanging out with us for a couple of days. In La La Land itself. In La La This La is La where Land. dreams are made. Where the beautiful people are, as yes. the fattest person you're ever going to see walks down <laughs> Sunset Boulevard. It's uh, it's just nice. I mean, we're out in the back in a shed <laughs> <laughs> slash podcast studio. Yes, my shed. That's literally what this is. It's let's let's not yeah. be around the us. This was the shed that I built when the world ended. That's great. Could it withstand a bomb blast? Absolutely not. This can, <laughs> this can barely withstand the little bit of rain we get in Southern California. Right. Well, you're pretty safe here, right, in America. I don't think America has any enemies on the world stage. No, no, we're not Israel or Palestine right now. So. <laughs> Sorry to get political. <laughs> and you were, you were, because you're, you're a, you're a, an army vet. I am. And uh, Deshaun is an army entertainer vet. <laughs> right. Yes. You've, you've done. You've done two uh, Iraq tour. Yes, correct. How, How many times that? have you been to Iraq? Uh, I've only up. been to Iraq once. Okay. And I, I remember going, I don't know how people come back and do this again to protect us. I get it, but I don't. Right. Yeah. It was it was scary for us because like the first right when you land, they give you the army, the military in general gives you so much information so fast. They don't tell you. They don't tell you, hey, you're going to want to write this down. You don't have, I'm like, I'm not ready to take notes yet. They give you a bulletproof, a vest, a helmet. And they're just telling you all kind of information. So it's like, hey, hey. I didn't. I didn't come to shoot. I came to tell jokes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even need this vest. And they were like, "Yes, you do," because they're shooting missiles over here all the time. Right. And that's when I was like, "I'm ready to go home." <laughs> I thought we were gonna be in like on a helicopter that said like "Entertainers, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't hit this one." <laughs> that's not the way it works. So it was an eye opener, though. I learned a lot. Right. Well, yeah, it's good to be. You're safe here. This is North Hollywood. Not a lot happens here. So there's a quinceanera going around down the street. Yeah. We're recording on Halloween. Halloween night? Halloween night. Because we're adults who don't have children. Yeah. We're We're responsible. There's going to be a knock on the shed door. But trick or treat. Get away from me, kids. I ain't got no candy. (laughs) Anyway, the way this show works is ask a relatively obscure trivia question. 
and our contestants have to write a convincing fake answer. I then read their answers as well as the real one and have to guess which one is correct. Here's the first question. I've thrown in a couple of Australian-specific ones because back home, you know, everyone would know what this means. Okay. Uh, I wonder if you will or not. Here's the question. I, mean, I do listen to a lot of Do Go On right. and The Weekly Planet. So you've, you've got some so advantage <laughs> here, I think. But the question is, what does the Australian term hard yakka mean? What does the term hard yakka mean? While they're writing their answers, I'll explain how the scoring works. So you get one point if your fake answer is guessed by the other contestant, and another point if you correctly guess the answer. And by the way, I'm also playing as the house. I've put in two of my own fake answers for each question. I get a point for each one of these that our guests choose. So each of us can score up to two points per round, which seems fair, but the probability actually favours me, the house. And the house always wins, though. If you've listened to recent episodes, you'll know that is rarely the case. Anyway, our questions come from our great Patreon supporters. And if you want to submit a question, sign up on any level via patreon.com slash pod, which is linked in the show notes. You got your answer in there, Tom. I got my answer in there. You were So just for, for Australian listeners, you're, you're a regular at, at the, you were calling the A-clubs here in, in LA, like the factory especially yeah factory. i'm a i'm a stand-up comic here in los angeles um i i was an executive at the laugh factory for a little while against my better judgment and best wishes uh <laughs> but i i'm a regular at the laugh factory uh the comedy magic club in hermosa beach i'm a touring stand-up comic too uh my my group the gis of comedy which is a military veteran based stand-up comedy group uh we've toured 20 plus countries and nearly 40 plus states performing to u.s service members all over the world you're gonna try and get the last 10 states out of the way um yeah i'm no i think it's i think there's only like eight states we haven't been to uh as a group um but yeah i'm I'm trying to knock them the last few years have been tough traveling because we don't uh with the the whole you know pandemic thing but yeah i'm trying to knock out as i don't know there i used to have that goal of like i want to perform in every state in the union did you have that deshaun absolutely yeah um and at some point i was like i don't need to go to this state oh you're (laughs) not gonna gonna name names (laughs) but what are the ones in the middle somewhere oh (laughs) (laughs) have i performed in nebraska I've been to Nebraska. I've driven through Nebraska a couple times. Yeah. I found one of the best Mexican places in Nebraska, middle of Nebraska. God, there's no reason on God's green earth this Mexican place should have been as good as it was in Nebraska. Well, they're, they're um, isn't their their college team the Corn Huskers? Corn's in it. It's a yeah. key ingredient in <laughs> Mexican, Mexican dishes. He's got a point. He's got so a point. I think the logic adds up there. Yeah, he's got a point. All right. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't see that, but yes, you have a point. I learned that from a Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> You're talking about um, when he, Say Yes Man. Yes. Yep. That's it. <laughs> yep. Because when I think of Nebraska, I think when they went to Lincoln, Nebraska that's to see right. the game. Yeah. 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 One, yeah, that's on my uh, my list of places to go. I want to go to a Corn Huskers game one yeah. day. Yeah. It seemed like it would be fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, the answers are in. Here is question number one. What does the Australian term hard yakka mean? A horny moose-like animal with long hair native to southeastern Asia. Leftover food that tastes better the day uh, the next day, such as pizza or a Vegemite sandwich. Arduous work, especially backbreaking manual labor. A strong alcohol drink that is used to celebrate the win of a football game. 
or uh, someone who talks too much, aka a conversation hog. Who? Hmm. You want to answer first? Uh yes. So we'll go with what was B? B or was two? leftover food that tastes better the next day. Let's go with that one. Yeah, looking. Let's go with B. Okay. Hard yakka, some delicious hard yakka. I'm gonna go day with- old Vegemite sandwich. <laughs> You never know. <laughs> you surprised me with lemonade. So, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, but, yeah. For Australian listeners, I've had trouble with lemonade over here because over here it means actual lemonade. lemonade. It, it means, means actual lemonade, and we've got it wrong. It's a drink somehow. made with lemons. It's a drink made with lemons that little kids sell out the front of their houses with a stall yeah, for yeah. fifty cents a glass. Whereas in Australia, it's Sprite, which over here is called soda. How does soda. that work? I wasn't even there for the conversation. Yeah. I don't know how it came up, but he when he said lemonade is can be like a just like a drink. Yeah, like, you'd have no, like raspberry lemonade, lemonade yeah. which but it's lemonade with raspberry. No, it's there's no. I don't think there's any lemonade in there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just raspberry. But lemonade is sprite to them. That's why I was like, <laughs> yeah, I think maybe like what you call soda. I mean, I might be wrong. I'm going to get Australians going. That's <laughs> you're the only one who thinks that. <laughs> oh, we came over because I was like my cousins always said pop. Yeah, yeah, because they're from the yeah. northeast. And then we say, soda. or in the West Coast, we say soda. And then that's when he said, oh, lemonade. Yeah, cool. No, I'm pretty sure I want a soda. Yeah, because <laughs> lemonade's a thing. Okay. But yeah. if you said soft drinks, probably would work. That's more universal, right? Yeah, but that, yeah, that's a generic term yeah, for that yeah. whole Maybe thing. I'll be safe for just saying that. <laughs> uh, so, all right, so you're going for left leftover food leftover that improves food. the next day. What do you think, Tom? So um, you got the, the moose, leftover food, hard work, strong alcohol drink. Or conversation hog. The last one. Conversation hog. Yeah, that's the one I wanted to go with actually, but then I got nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, feel no pressure here. No, there's always pressure and competition. Pressure's on. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. got a competitive spirit. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go through who wrote the answers then. A horny moose-like animal with long hair native to Asia. That was Tom. I figured that one. <laughs> Tom that horn horny. I was like, I know he wrote that. <laughs> Yeah, often players will have a tell, and um, yeah, every answer that has horny in it. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's about sex in general. <laughs> There's Tom again. Uh, then we had a strong alcohol. I said drink, but it's a strong alcohol drank. Sorry, I misread that. Uh, to celebrate the win of football, aka soccer game. That was Deshaun. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Go Cornhuskers. <laughs> Who is, because you're from California, but a smaller city in California, right? Yes. Uh, from, it's River, called Riverside. What's the, what's the college team there or the high school team or whatever? Uh, well, we have a few, but the UC Riverside, so it's a UCR, that's a college team or college. And then high schools, we got a bunch. Right. Yeah, it's not that small. We got a lot of high schools. Fun right. fact there's no river in Riverside. What? <laughs> there's, there's like there's a little a puddle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, they actually had to build a gate or like a fencing around it because a lot of the um, immigrants would come and try to sit down there like it's a beach, but it's right next to a sewer plant too. On top oh, of it. yeah, it's delicious. So it's like it became a health yeah. issue. And they would still have their beach chairs and everything and hang out out there. Yeah. Wow. It's disgusting. That's no good. <laughs> uh, when we had, then we had the leftover food taste better the next day. Sean went for that. That was the house. That was me. Ah. So I should have went with the one I wanted there. You've given me a point there. Tom went for someone who talks too much, a conversation hog. That was also me. So <laughs> you've both fallen into my trap. Damn it. The correct answer is actually arduous work, especially backbreaking manual labor. Doing some hard yakka. No. 
That was that's yeah. That I, was the least one yeah, that I was. Gonna, that wasn't even on my radar. Yeah, <laughs> I literally forgot it till the moment you said it again. So yeah, it's like you you're doing a big big day's work. You're doing hard yakka, and um, makes no goddamn sense. There's even a there's a, there's like a a tradie workwear brand called Hard Yakka. Of course there is. I love it. A hard yakka. Hard yakka. What you doing back there? Some hard yakka. <laughs> well, keep up the good work. <laughs> that's ex- that's it. You could hear that. Yeah. So that means after one round, it's two points to the house. Tom and Deshaun yet to score. Um, but I think you're both doing great. <laughs> uh, and while you're out writing your, your next answer, I'll let the listeners know a bit more about Hard Yakka. But this one comes from Philly Ellis from Alton in Hampshire in the UK. And this question is, name a species of turtle. So you've just got to make up a, a fake species of turtle. So the real question is, which one of these is a real species of turtle? You've just got to name a fake uh, one. Okay. So Andy, just come up with whatever you like, and then we'll go through the options. But while you're writing your answers, here's some more info on hard yakka. According to the ABC, that's the Australian one, yakka means physically draining work. It comes from Jaeger, meaning work in the Yagara language uh, of the Brisbane area. Uh, an Aboriginal language. I uh, thought Jaeger was a German yeah. liquor. So, and that's why I kind of went with that too when I heard ah, that part. Ah, makes sense. Hard Jaeger. Yeah, just slowly um, evolved uh, into Yaka. Uh, and they helpfully put it in a, a sentence, um, which I think always makes it easier to learn a word, saying, I helped my relatives move house over the weekend. It was hard Yaka. I can, yeah, I can hear the... The uh, all the pins dropping there. Thanks. Now I get it. Now, <laughs> now I, get, I it. get it. Now that you've put it into a sentence. All right, the answer in for question number two. Which one of these is a real species of turtle? You've got turtlefish Rebecca, Tabasco mud turtle, toad screwing turtle, <laughs> splinter turtle, or chumbawamba good times turtle. Turtlefish Rebecca, Tabasco mud turtle, toad screwing turtle, splinter turtle, or Chumbawamba Good Times Turtle. <laughs> I want to say that one. Me too. Not right. <laughs> I want the Tabasco or Chumbawamba Wumba. I'm gonna go with Chumbawamba just because it's funny. I know Tabasco's in my heart. I'm Tabasco Tabasco Mud Turtle. Yeah, Tabasco Mud Turtle. I'm gonna go with Chumbawamba Wumba. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna go Tabasco Mud Turtle. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna only because I just watched a YouTube video about how they make Tabasco. Yeah, and I like uh, too many things are lining up for me. Right, it, it was one of the ingredients turtle, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't want you to know that, but the secret ingredient is turtle, uh, mud turtle specifically. All right, here's who wrote the answers: a uh, turtlefish, Rebecca. That was the house. That's a little in joke for me that you wouldn't get. That's like an obscure. Well, it's not obscure in Australia, but there's a <laughs> there's a a kind of a a cult figure. Uh, on this TV show called Neighbors, it's like a uh, a, a soapy. A, mm-hmm. His name's Toadfish Rebecca. Okay. There's nearly nothing there, but anyway, <laughs> Toad Screwing Turtle, of course, was Tom leaving his call, <laughs> calling card there. <laughs> uh, Splinter Turtle, that was Deshaun, and who I know is a Ninja Turtles fan. Yeah, so I like the reference there. Thank you. <laughs> and I also like Deshaun had a. Some extra info. I didn't read it out because it would make it stand out too yeah. much. But you, uh, you wrote, Splinter Turtle, they're native to the Pacific Islands and mostly known for eating small delicacies. Because <laughs> I, I did. if I said pizza, they would have gave it away. Yeah, yeah. 
They, and they love to party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chumbawamba, Good Times Turtle. That was Philly, okay, the house. Dang. Uh, meaning the correct answer is the Tabasco Mud Turtle. And I said it. You did. You're on the. You're but right Wumble was just so funny. I, I had get to a go point. <laughs> you're on the board. I'm on the board. Tom's on the board. So after two rounds, we got to Sean. Yet to score. Tom on one point, but out in front on three points. It's the house. We're up to question number three. This one comes from Katie Clay's from Newman in Western Australia. The question is: What headline appeared in the Guardian on the third of November, 2014, about a quirky crime? In the small Western Australian town of Newman, so this is a this is a hometown question from Katie. She's from the small town of Newman. She wants to know there was an article in a paper about a small time quirky crime. You just got to write the the headline for the article. Okay. Oh, okay. And while you're writing your answers, I'll let the audience know a bit more about Tabasco mud turtles. According to Animal Fun Facts, we've all heard of the hot pepper, but who knew? That its name comes from the Mexican state of Tabasco. I didn't know that. I also didn't know the sauce was named after a hot pepper. I just I just thought it was the brand name. Anyway. It seemed too weird for me to yeah, do like it to not be real. I love how you picked it up. Uh so yeah, and that's the same place that the Tabasco mud turtle comes from. In Tabasco, Mexico, it's more commonly known as Pochito K. And it's a small turtle that can be found in central Veracruz, Tabasco, which makes sense, northern Guatemala, and Belize. The turtle lives in small streams, marshes, and ponds, and its feeding habits are mainly carnivorous, and it's nocturnal. Uh, the t- in Tabasco, the turtle is an important part of its popular culture, as well as being an ingredient in Tabasco's gastronomy in spite of its special protected status. So they do like eating it. But I don't think it actually is an ingredient in the sauce. Could be. All right. The answers are in for question number three. What headline appeared in The Guardian on the 3rd of November 2014 about a quirky crime in the small Western Australian town of Newman? Homeless man saves baker and three dozen donuts from burning uh, from building fire. Rushes out with two donuts in mouth. That is one of the smaller time crimes you'll get. Uh, <laughs> donut stealing. Uh Thirsty pilot expected to be charged after driving light plane down Main Street for a drink at the pub. <laughs> Black market reptile seller stung when counterfeit snake sale goes south. Streaker, after running naked through town, declares he feels like a new man despite fine. Or local man arrested after inserting hot peppers into his cheating wife. As a journalist, I'm going to go with the... Uh, wait, what was the third one? Uh, black market reptile that's seller stung when counterfeit snake go, sale goes south. That's as a journalist. That's the one that sounds most like a real. That sounds that, most. It's got the like, rhythm of a headline. Yeah, that was actually the one I was gonna say. Do I have to pick a different no, one? No, you don't you have to. Okay, it. I want that one. I like the pilot one though. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. But that, that feels very matte. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty that, awesome. That one feels very matte <laughs> because I mean, you said at a pub, right? Yeah, I could see that happening though. It's not too late to change. You are what you are. One down on Tom. This could be a chance to catch up. That is true. Or I could go down too. <laughs> That's true as well. <laughs> I think, but I like that headline. That's yeah. what it is. I just like it. I want it to be. No, I want that one to be true because I'm guessing the like, snake thing. Like you like Chumbawamba. I love that still. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so you're going to stick with the snake salesman? Yeah. 
counterfeit snake salesman. Yes. Uh, all right, here's who wrote the answers. Homeless man saves baker and three dozen donuts from building fire. That was Tom. Man, that made me hungry for donuts, i got to tell you. Imagine, that'd be extra crispy as well. <laughs> I like those ones with that. Yeah, Have that you had extra- Krispy Kreme? I've had, there's a, there's Krispy Kreme sells at 7-Elevens in Australia. No, that's not the same. It's not the same. Not you the need same. a fresh Krispy Kreme. Okay. It's way better. Maybe we'll stop by the Krispy Kreme. I don't even eat it, but corner. now, but back in the day, they come off this conveyor belt mm. oh, hot. All right. They yeah. get glazed right in front of your eyes. That's it. That, that cr- the crunchiness oh. on the outside. That's the key. Yeah. Homer Simpson. No, I've not, oh. I've not had one. Of, I've had. No. I've had Krispy Kremes. You probably, haven't had Krispy Kremes then. They probably get baked over here. They're three days old by the yeah. time they get <laughs> Streaker, who uh, declared himself a new man despite fine. That was Katie, a.k.a. The House. Uh, local man arrested after inserting hot peppers into his cheating wife. That was Deshaun. Jeez, that had, I think listeners were thinking, that's Tom, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> then we had the black market reptile seller stung when counterfeit snake sale goes south. That was The House. Oh, <laughs> damn it. It was Meaning the it pub. Was, it was the pub. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Damn it! Because I was like, "That sounds crazy though that somebody would do that." Yeah, that was. Whoa. That, that was, was my other one. That was the other one I was going to go with. Yeah, you were clear. Your instinct's been really good to Sean, but you haven't always gone with I've the gut. I've always done against him. That's why my knees pop. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always go against my instincts. And that all that tension goes into your knees. No, it's a, it's a, when I didn't listen to my instincts, I did something bad. Well, I didn't do something bad. I was in a bad accident, and then uh, my knees pop. Right. Yeah, but there's no consequence on this. I won't be in an accident where my knees will pop again. <laughs> I'd feel real bad if you got into a podcast accident today. Um, so we're, geez, we're coming up to the halfway mark, and uh, right, you I'm two have a bit go. of work to do. Uh, <laughs> Deshaun's still yet to score. Tom on one point, but the house is building a lead on five points. Damn it! It's been a month since the house won an, <laughs> a, an episode of this. He's like, you two dummies, American <laughs> i got to come all the way to the States to win my own game that I made up. Uh, here's question four. This one comes from Lewis Gamble from Glasgow. And Lewis asks, outside of her music, what odd reason is British singer-songwriter Brocard well-known? Outside of her music, what odd reason is British singer-songwriter Brocard well-known? So, Brocard sort of got a bit of attention, but not music-related. And while you're writing those answers, let me tell you more about the pub-bound pilot. According to Katie, 37-year-old man who taxied his light plane down the main street in the WA Pilbara town of Newman and parked it at a pub has since been fined. Anthony Philip Whiteway pleaded guilty in the Newman Magistrates Court to committing an act likely to endanger the life, health, or safety of a person. The plane had no wings, but its propeller had been running when it was taxied down the street. Mr. Whiteway had just bought the aircraft and was taking it home when he stopped at the Newman Hotel. Police said there was an exposed fuel line hanging from the side of the plane that was attached to an insecure jerry can inside the cabin to enable the engine to run. They said Mr. Whiteway, who does not hold a pilot's license, left the engine in a potentially dangerous condition with the ignition on. He was fined five grand plus court and towage costs. Mr. Whiteway said he was keen to restore the plane once it was returned to him by police, but he said the wingless plane would not be taken to the pub again anytime soon. Uh, apparently, the pub has embraced the legend of the incident and has now painted a plane mural on the outside of the pub. 
All right, while you're still writing your answers, let's go for a quick break. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, we're back. And your answers are in. So here's question number four. Outside of her music, what odd reason is British singer-songwriter Brocade or Brocard well known? She discovered the face of King Charles in a pie. She got into a fight in a bar in London and ended up assaulting a police officer. She was badly injured in a cheese rolling disaster. She is famous for her ability to break men's hearts. Or she married a Victorian ghost named Eduardo, but later divorced him by having an exorcism. The second one? Uh, she got into a fist fight in a bar in London, ended up assaulting a police officer. I'm going to go with that one. All right, looking that in. For the I, don't, I don't have no real instinct on this one. So yeah, okay. I just got shot in the dark on this one. I'm going to go with the cheese wheel, only because I watched, again, I watched a YouTube video about cheese wheels in <laughs> London. Right, so you think it's just the universe is uh, sending you the answers. Yeah, although none of them have been right so far. <laughs> that one is oh, crazy, wait, the, though. Yeah, yeah no, the, oh, Tabasco the Tabasco one. Was, yeah, yeah, that one was right. Okay, I'm going to go with the universe. All right. Here's who wrote the answers. Uh, she discovered the face of King Charles in a pie. That was Lewis, okay, the house. She's famous for her ability to break men's hearts. That was Deshaun. Uh, she was badly injured in a cheese rolling disaster. That was also Lewis, aka the Damn house. It. Damn you, Lewis! <laughs> uh, she got a, into a fight in a bar in London and ended up assaulting a police officer. Deshaun went for that. That was Tom. Ah. I mean, the correct answer is she married a Victorian ghost named Eduardo, but what? later divorced him by having that's an exorcism. So, that was too <laughs> crazy. I was like, there's no way that's the one. Because my second guess would have been the cheese wheel thing, but never the ghost. Yeah, just a ridiculous story. And, um,. But in my head now, I'm thinking I remember that story. <laughs> and also hilarious. just English, British tabloid newspapers always have these wacky stories about um, people marrying yeah. non-humans, yeah. ghosts or objects Now that or I whatever. think about it, I feel like I've heard that story. Right. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, well, you did get a point there because Deshaun picked your answer. Deshaun still. I'm just losing Still yet to score, but I feel there's a. I feel like there's. Do a, any of the points like double? Yeah, final rounds triple points. Okay, because so you can. You're still in this. Even in track, I was. I always won the race at the end, never yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you call that the anchor, right? In a relay race, you're the yeah. you're the one crossing the finish line. Uh, all right, we're up to question number five. This one comes from Jim Bates from Sackets Harbor in New York. Was that anywhere near where you grew up in Buffalo? I don't even know where that is. You're right. <laughs> it's a great I've never name. even heard of that. I know. Sackets Harbor. Sackets Harbor? How do you spell that? S-A-C-K-E-T-S and Harbor. Sackets Harbor, New York. That is... Oh, that's up near Watertown. That's up near... That's north up near Fort Drum, which is weird because I've been to Fort Drum. 
Right. So you've been nearby. Maybe it's just a, a, a small place. It's a tiny. It's literally a tiny little harbor west of Watertown. That's so. funny because I, I know it. I know it quite well because uh, Jim's pretty prolific. Uh, writing questions for this show. He always writes great questions. Mm. Okay. So I'm like, oh, Saget's Harbor, New York. <laughs> no, it's... Uh, it must be a great... It's a great place that I yeah. know so well. It's, and I assume that Americans would have heard of it, but no. <laughs> no. I'm from that state. I've never heard of it. I've been stationed... Well, I wasn't stationed there. I was training 50 miles from there. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, Jim's question is actually uh, specific to Australia as well. Weird. Uh... I think you might listen to uh, my other podcast, Do Go On, because it is about my football team. Yes! The question is, introduced in 2003, what is the name of the St. Kilda Football Club's official mascot? Introduced in 2003, what is the name of the St. Kilda Football Club's official mascot? This helps you at all, Deshaun. They're the Saints. St. Kilda Saints. So you just, you know, like, well, what, what's the buff, you know, what? What's the Lakers? Does the Lakers have a mascot? No, they got the Lakers girls. Yes, it's just the Lakers. There's no real mascot. Who, wait, they walked straight past us last night. They absolutely did, yes. Sean was about to get us arrested. <laughs> we were, because we came down, have we talked about it on this show? Because we just did Tom, no, Tom no, and Deshaun's podcast before, but last night we watched the Lakers play the magic in Tom's works box. Tom's a traffic man for a radio uh, FM station here in You made in that LA. sound almost dirty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My works box. <laughs> Your works box, yeah. Man, that was, uh, what a night. You've ruined sport for me forever. I know. I feel like I've, I've ruined a lot of things for, like, my girlfriend because, like, she went every every game we've ever gone to has yeah. been in the suite. She, at, maybe she'll love crypto. sitting out, out in the stand now. Feel like, wow, what an experience. No. So there's normally other Unless people Unless she's on the floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Carlton from Fresh Prince yeah. was in the box next to us. Alfonso Ribeiro was next to us. I think, I think we waved to him a couple times. Yep. Selena Dion was on the floor. <laughs> Selena Dion. Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez. She was on sorry, the, was on the she floor. She was there. Yeah. Uh, MK Ultra. No, MK. Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly. MK. I was like, who was MK? <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> MK Ultra. That's a CIA project. <laughs> I am... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, me telling like uh, stories from this trip, people are gonna be like, "What are you, what yeah. are you talking about?" <laughs> I, I can remember LeBron James. Yep, the Los Angeles Lakers. That's all you Carl need. Carlton from Fresh Prince. Yeah, that, that's the crux of the story. Tom took us to a basketball game. We saw Selena Gomez fight Carlton. <laughs> yep, <laughs> over some sushi. Over some sushi, <laughs> as Machine Gun Kelly was reading a passage from Operation Grudge. <laughs> uh. I should. I haven't. I'll, t- I'll quickly tell you the story uh, before we get on to the next question of the uh, Brocard story. Uh, she's from Oxfordshire, apparently. She made the news when she posted a wedding to a ghost of a Victorian soldier on her Instagram Halloween 2022, a year ago tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that give me give you chills. <laughs> uh, but the marriage did not start off well because Brocard claimed her husband got too drunk on their honeymoon. Can, did you know that? Because your other podcasts, which you mentioned, which would have come out a few weeks ago, it's called Scary and Funny. Scary Funny. Scary Funny. And uh, we talked about oh, a bunch ghosts of crap, and, but, in, yeah. but it's mainly about ghosts and stuff. Did you know that ghosts can get drunk? I didn't know that. No. That's, That's pretty awesome. They're assholes. Yeah. 
Constantly, maybe they're flipping on light switches all the time because they're hammered. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that'd be why. awesome. <laughs> they're unfinished businesses, like drinking a Barocca the next day or something. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she said got off to a bad start, and then uh, he became increasingly possessive and threatening towards her. The ghosts do possess. That is a thing they do, isn't it? They possess people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She should have known what she was getting into. Uh, but she claims that he also haunted her with the sound of a screaming baby. That sounds like a nightmare marriage. Uh, and then he he also got obsessed with Marilyn Monroe, which began after a ghost appeared at the chapel during the wedding. So Marilyn Monroe came to their ghost wedding, and then her ghost husband got obsessed with Marilyn Monroe's ghost. Ooh, that's a lot. And then apparently her ghost husband would go away for days at a time and return smelling of Chanel Number no. 5, which is a perfume associated with Monroe. So we're pieces of shit even in the afterlife? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> you cheat as you're dead. <laughs> wow. Man. <laughs> yeah. So then after less than a year of marriage, uh, she took him back to the wedding chapel and had him exercised, which also counts as a divorce. That's All right, then. Interesting. <laughs> I feel that's something that I think you should really explore on your. I feel show. like she should have known. I mean, he's a ghost. He's like free to, range. <laughs> I'd like to quote Rick James. Okay, cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yes. <laughs> that's a whole. And she knew the the perfume and everything. Yeah, yeah that. Yeah, that feels uh, feels wonky. All right, the answer in here's question number five. Introduced in two thousand and three, what is the name of the St Kilda Football Club's official mascot? Tony Torpedo, Stewie the Bucket, St. Kilda, Hank the Halo, or Trevor. Tony Torpedo, Stewie the Bucket, St. Kilda, Hank the Halo, or Trevor. I'm going to go with Trevor, because I feel like that's just... What was the first two? Tony Torpedo, Stewie the Bucket. I feel like Stewie's from Family Guy. (laughs) Tony Torpedo. I like that name, though. (laughs) I do. I don't know why. It's not it, but I like that name. I like it too. I'm gonna go with Tony Torpedo. <laughs> it's probably not it, but I like the name. Locking in Tony Torpedo. All right, here's who wrote the answers. Hank the Halo. That was Tom. I had to change one of mine late because I also had a one called Harry Halo. Oh, really? <laughs> so I changed mine very quickly to Stewie the Bucket, and that's my brain working under pressure. <laughs> Stewie. <laughs> There was there was a player when I was a kid called his nickname was Buckets because he had really big hands. Yeah, and they, like he could catch balls like they were basically falling into a bucket. I was wondering how they got buckets. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, then we had Saint Kilda. That was Deshaun, and again uh, Deshaun has a an explanation here. Saints captain looks like Captain Crunch guy. <laughs> That's what in my head. That's what he looks like. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I I wouldn't be a, a surprise if they they do look similar. Captain Crunch guy. Um, what's Captain? That's a, it's a cereal. I love how the cereal, American cereals have mascots. Yeah. Oh, he looks awesome. That's probably why I like that name, because Tony the Tiger. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I realized as I read it out, I'm like, I've just ripped off Tony the Tiger there. <laughs> then we had Tony Torpedo, which I just gave away. It was me, the house. <laughs> uh, meaning Trevor is correct. Full name Trevor St. Kilda. But I, I trimmed out the St. Kilda because you also wrote St. Kilda. Yeah. <laughs> I just felt like Trevor was like, that sounds like something It was just short, do. Trevor. Named after Trevor Barker, an 80s. Oh, all right. 
hero. Um, Trevor Barker. So you're you're starting to get into a bit of a groove here, Tom. It's another point to you, but I'm unfortunately, Deshaun again gave a point to the house. <laughs> I like giving points away. Hey, I'm friendly. Deshaun, you're a gentleman. Thank you. And I really appreciate the hospitality. <laughs> uh, so we're up to the second last question here. This one comes from Kate Conroy from Adelaide in South Australia. Why was Glenn Wood interviewed by the BBC in 1969? a guy called Glenn Wood. He was interviewed like a, you know, like a, a quirky interview story for the at the end of the news kind of thing. Why was Glenn Wood interviewed by the BBC in 1969? While you're writing your answers, here's a little more info about Trevor St. Kilda. He's named after 80s player Trevor Barker. And according to Russell Holmesby, the idolized saint with the blonde locks, Hollywood looks... And penchant for spectacular marks gave fans a reason to cheer week after week. Barks, as he was known, took out the club's best and fairest award in just his second year before adding another in 81. That very medal would later be named in his honour, with the Trevor Barker Award to this day uh, one of the most revered accolades that can be bestowed upon a saint. He looks ridiculous, i got to say. This one, that's what he looks like. <laughs> Pretty, yeah... I would have gone with Hank Halo. Yeah, I would. Hank Halo sounds like a badass. Sounds like a like a James Bond style. Yeah. God. Yeah. You know, you Travis know, and Barker looks be, uh, very goofy. I went with Hank because Jim Jeffries named his son Hank. Ah. Oh, and Jim great, Jeffries is a famous Australian comedian. Hank is a great. That's a great name. The answers are in for question number six. Mm-hmm. Why was Glenwood? Interviewed by the BBC in 1969. He'd just gotten married for the 17th time because of his enormous wooden handmade furniture collection. He was suing the British Forestry Commission, alleging his family owned the copyright to the word wood <coughs> because he had a pigeon living on his head or he accidentally wound up at Woodstock while on holiday. Read this again. Uh, just got married for the 17th time. Has a big handmade wooden furniture collection. He sued the British Forestry Commission uh, over the copyright of the word wood. Uh, he had a pigeon living on his head, and he accidentally wound up at Woodstock Woodstock while on holiday. I like it. They're all they're all very trees, yeah. trees and birds. I'll tell you why I'm gonna go with this one. Okay, and it's mainly because it's actually all because of Mike Tyson. So I'm gonna go with the pigeon one. <laughs> Love it. Because Mike Tyson loved pigeons. What does Mike Tyson have to do with this? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> but when I heard it, I thought about Mike Tyson. And I like Mike Tyson. Um, I'm going to go Locked with... Locked in. What was the second one? It's Mike Tyson. Uh, the enormous uh, handmade furniture collection. Uh, that sounds like something they talk about in 1969. On British TV. On British TV, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's definitely a BBC. <laughs> BBC. And it might not be him. But at some point, yeah, I feel they... like the BBC did a story about that. <laughs> All right, locked in. Let's go through who are at the answers. Uh, got married for the 17th time. That was written by Kate, a.k.a. The House. Uh, he accidentally wound up at Woodstock while on holiday. That was Tom. So I like that story. Like he's he just thinks he's doing a bit of a farm stay. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, he wakes up one day. <laughs> and there's a huge people hippie around. festival surrounding him. That would be fun. Uh, suing the British Forestry Commission about the copyright of the word wood. That was the house. 
Uh, that was a good one. It's a good one. Uh, yeah, I came I up with that one. at the cafe. I wrote all this at the cafe <laughs> around the corner earlier today. Felt pretty good about that one. I looked up the. I'm like, what do they call the timber industry in in England? <laughs> um, see, I've got time to look up those facts that you do. Yes. You're under a lot more pressure here. Um, because of his enormous furniture, handmade furniture collection, which Tom went for, that was Deshaun. Damn it! Ooh. He's on the board. <laughs> Damn it! He's on the board. Uh, which also means Deshaun's correct. It's because he had a pigeon living on his head. There's a he video of this interview. <laughs> you got to see the. Uh, so even on the interview, he's getting a pigeon. The on pigeons his head? on his head the whole interview. You can't get rid of it. Really? It's uh, worth a look. That's hilarious. Let's see. Uh, so that's f- that's the full two points there, what was Deshaun. His name again? Uh, his name was Glenn Wood. That's the full two points, so we're Glenn tied? Wood you're on, you're on three. Oh, so okay. quick score check. Deshaun on two points. Tom on three points. But out in front on seven points. It's still the house. I feel like... Going into the last round, I'm the only one who can't get triple points as well. So this oh. is truly anyone's game here. Okay. I've changed that recently because I I'd always feel bad winning. <laughs> Hey, it's just like going, hey, do you, do you want to come do my podcast where I can beat you in a game? <laughs> it seems like a weird thing to do. Pulling out the video. <laughs> That's ridiculous. And how serious his face is. So would he like just beat it like this and stuff too? Yeah, and he didn't. Like he talks about how he didn't want it. He initially tried to get rid of it, but it just kept coming back and he just ended up making peace with it. That's hilarious. Ridiculous. It is amazing. I don't think I'm gonna make peace with that. No, I'm not. That's you, weird. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, you know, I guess this is my lot now. This is my this lot. What lot. It is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're up to the final question worth triple points. That's so good. it's truly still anyone's game. We always finish with it. it's the longest one you'll write out. It's a movie synopsis, so you'll write like two or three sentences, you know, oh. briefly. Uh, okay. Telling about yeah, I was it's like a trailer of the synopsizing. movie. Synopsizing, yeah, basically, yeah. Okay, you know, just a brief summary of the of a of a movie plot. Uh, and this question comes from Tom, uh, Tom Hill, who's got the nickname Badger. I like, I like someone who goes about. I like honey badgers. They're honey very, badgers, yeah. They're very bad. Well, this question comes from a honey badger from york and rotherham in england it's probably not pronounced that way until you told how to pronounce <laughs> english places they don't sound like they look so sorry badger uh, but badger's question is what is the plot of the 1946 film the time of their lives what is the plot of the 1946 film the time of their lives and while you're writing your answers I'll let the listeners know a bit more about Glenwood and his pigeon. Uh, f- found, I've obviously watched the video, but I've found an article that talks about it a bit on the website India Today. And it writes, In 1969, BBC News interviewed Glenwood from Stetchford in Birmingham as he shared the story of his friendly pigeon that accompanied him almost everywhere. Asked about the pigeon, Wood had told the BBC, It's very friendly. Very friendly to me, that is. It doesn't like my wife. In fact, Wood also said that, quote, in the first instance, he, he he tried to get rid of the pigeon, but it just flew around and came back on my head again. Uh, where does it go with you? He was asked, to which he replied, it goes everywhere. Everywhere that I go, the pigeon goes. Up the road, in the shops, greengrocers. And what about work? Well... Each night, I put it in the garage and lock the doors. And then the following morning, when I'm clear of the house, my wife opens the garage door and it flies off. 
When I come home at night, it's waiting for me. Throughout the interview, uh, the pigeon is seen walking on Wood's head. Kate says, the question writer Kate, she says, I recommend watching the clip from the interview, but the best quote is when they ask him if there's a solution to the problem, and he responds, I don't see one. If it was all in the mind, I could see a psychiatrist, and that would be the end of the matter. But this is real. It's amazing that he found the solution of putting it in the garage every day, but I'd, yeah, I feel like I'd do that and then move. Or, um, no, you couldn't kill the pigeon. It's chosen you. Pigeons can't live that long. I'm going to look up pigeon life expectancy. Adults may live up to 15 years, but birds in captivity are often reaching over 30 years. Oh, my God. So that is, uh, I guess it's sort of captivity if it's living in their garage. So that's, uh, yeah, that's quite a commitment. So it probably died in the late 90s. (laughs) Assuming that it was a young pigeon at the time. Uh Answers are in. Okay. The final question. That's it good. all comes down to this. All right. Triple points up for grabs. What is the plot to the 1946 film, The Time of Their Lives? Albert Mascherini, a Swiss cuckoo clockmaker, helps allied prisoners of war escape from the Nazis by hiding them inside his clocks that are, that are being exported to America. Uh, critics called it a heartbreaking tragedy of love, loss, and laughter. Option two, a love story... About a young couple learning how to sell their brand of clothing. Option three, two prankster ghosts from the American Civil War are falsely accused of being traitors and return in the 20th century to find a letter from George Washington that proves their innocence. Slackers Billy, Michael and Frank are nearing their 30s and have reached a fork in the road. In this unpredictable and ahead of its time buddy comedy, the trio choose vastly different paths. Billy pursues a football career Michael hitchhikes across America, and Frank moves to Australia to work with platypuses. But collectively, they have the time of their lives. Well, finally, an American soldier meets a British woman after the Great War. They quickly fall in love, but their time is short because the soldier is ordered to return to America. The young woman's family forbids her to leave, so they are forced to spend what time they have left having the time of their lives. There's a few few war-related ones. I guess it is from 1946. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the war just ended. Yeah. So you got the, the cuckoo clock Schindler's List. <laughs> uh, you've got the the love story about the the uh, clothing uh, clothing company lovers. You got the prankster ghosts from the American Civil War being fo- falsely accused of being traitors. Then you've got the uh, the three slackers choosing different paths and then you've got the american soldier meeting the british woman but she's forbid uh to to move to america with a new partner i'm gonna go with the clock one because it seems just weird enough but also it sounds like a movie they put out in 1946 right what was the clock one so that's that's just weird enough what what one was too weird or the yeah the buddy cop one i was like i don't think they made buddy cop movies until 48 but, hours. <laughs> but it was so, uh, in not intense, but in, uh, in the, the, like they wrote, like it was really the, yeah, the thing. That's why I'm yeah, like, it's intricate. It yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was in something. Intricate is what I was looking for. Oh, been overwritten, you reckon? Ah, yeah. yeah. It's so too good. Which one are you thinking? Okay. You said there's the clock. What else? You got the clocks. You got the young, uh, clothing brand couple lovers. 
You got the the prankster ghosts from the American Civil War who come back and find a letter from George Wa- Washington. Uh, you've got the three slackers in the buddy comedy. Uh, one moves to Australia to work with platypuses. And then <laughs> you've got... Uh, I feel like Matt I would have picked that one until I heard platypuses. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got American soldier meeting a British woman, but he's uh, not allowed to go home with her. Oh, no, she's not allowed to go home with him. Because the family forbids it. I feel like that's Tom. Oh. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go with the, because uh, I think, here's my here's my line of thinking. Follow me now. Follow okay, me. I like it. Because you came to California. Yeah. You went to the Laker game last night. So you're like, dude, how can I repay Tom? I do his podcast. What else can I do? <laughs> Have a, th- a question about ghosts. It's the ghost one. <laughs> It's like you're paying homage. <laughs> I didn't even. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that was a long way around. I went for that. like when I heard it. I said it was. The, it's not. It's not what I liked at all. But when I heard Ghost, I said he probably picked that. I love it because we just did. Okay. Funny, scary, and I think sometimes we do this because I like how you two haven't been picking each other's, but you reckon you know each other's writing uh-huh. for an extra three points each. You got get. You guess which one's Tom's, and Tom, you guess which one's Deshaun's. Um. Yeah. So you've got uh, the cuckoo clock one, okay. which I guess you think is real, so you're yeah. probably not also going <laughs> to... Okay. They got the uh, the young couple in love who are trying to get a clothing brand going. That one. That one's Deshaun's? I think so. All right. And then, Deshaun, what are you thinking? The the war oh, one. Yeah, so you reckon that one? Okay. I love it. And I, what Do you have logic for that one as well? Because war. <laughs> <laughs> but three of them were three of them were about war, but love, and they couldn't be together, and then he had a divorce. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't know. It's in there. All right. Well, let's go through who wrote the answers. One that no one picked in any way, either for the real one or for each <laughs> other's, was one about slacky slackers Billy Michael and Frank, and uh, the the buddy comedy that was the house, and that that is. Uh, Fully built around Green Day. They're the Jesus Christ. Billy Joe, Billy Joe Mike Dern, and uh, Trey Cool's real name is Frank, apparently. Yeah. And they, because they wrote a song called Time of Your Life okay. or whatever. And uh, and the, there's a line in it, Fork in the Road. There's yeah. a song on that album called Platypus, I Hate You. Anyway, there's a lot of, I'm like, someone out. I thought, Tom, you might have, I wasn't I had sure. An yeah, inkling. yeah. Yeah, I had and an there, inkling. There was a film clip on that uh, album where they played. Uh, gridiron football yeah so uh, just every bit of that was just picked up and hitchhike there's a song called yep hitchhike or something hitching a ride anyway um yeah so no one got went anywhere near that one um now tom thought deshaun wrote a love story of a young couple learning how to sell their brand of clothing and tom was correct yeah. that's three <laughs> points to tom there what a jerk <laughs> uh Tom went for the one about the Swiss cuckoo clockmaker, Albert Mascherini. Uh, that was Badger, a.k.a. The House. Damn it, Badger. Uh, <laughs> Albert Mascherini is the name of uh, one of my ancestors who came to <laughs> I added that in for a little bit of a uh, little extra spice. Deshaun, you thought Tom wrote the one about the British woman after the Great War? Yes. And you were correct. <laughs> yes. It's amazing your logic there was so spot on. It's probably so weird, but then, like, <laughs> but we both we both knew which you one knew the each other was. That <laughs> yeah, that was that was so perfect, and that means Deshaun is also correct. Two pranks the ghosts 
from the American Civil War are falsely accused of being what? traitors. It's because of that. That was the reason I said literally. And you were totally, your logic was so right. And I think sub- subconsciously, that's exactly why I picked it. I was like, it has to be. You, he yeah. came to do scary funny. Yeah. Oh, good wow. job. Wait, does that mean he beat me? It's uh, it's close in the end. It is close. Uh, I'll just quickly tell you, it's actually a a um a buddy a Abbott and Costello film. Oh, which I I hadn't heard of, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if if it's more famous over here or something. But I mean, it's from the 1940s. Yeah, so. never heard of it. But uh, it's got it's pretty well liked, 80 percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes from the audience, and a review by Danielle Solzman reads: the time of their lives may stray away from the typical Abbott and Costello formula, but this film still draws laughs. Some seventy-five years later, I kind of want to watch it now. Yeah, I reckon it does sound. It sounds ridiculous, but sort of fun. Um, all right, so here's our final score check. Uh, let's just. I've just got to carry the two here. <laughs> uh, the metric one. Uh, at the end of the game, it's really tight. Two points separating all three of us. On six points, it's Tom. On eight points, damn it, it's Deshaun. Also on eight points, the house is a tie. Deshaun and the house. Oh. Equal winners this week. So close. I told you, just like in track, I'd always come back you at the end. You came from the clouds late. You scored all eight points in the last two rounds. I'm a, I'm a comeback <laughs> runner, baby. My block start was trash. So close. I had such a lead with two rounds to go. I thought we were definitely losing know, to you. <laughs> we were definitely losing. I was beating you by seven points with two rounds to go. <laughs> and you ended up tying eight all. Um, well played. I hope you had fun. I, was a, was a, I love playing it with... Yeah, just it gives a different angle on it as well, being, with, uh, being able to ask some questions that would be... Most people in Australia would know what hard yucca right. means. I don't. I hadn't heard of the the plane guy who I like drove down the. That was fun. Highway. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sick. Well, I have to do it again sometime. Probably have a Zoom next time, or if this uh, tour ever happens, which again we talked about on when your podcast. When the tour will happen? When See? the sorry, tour when happen. the tour will happen? Uh, where can people find you, Deshaun? Uh, you can find me at I am Deshaun Ross on Instagram, and then. You can just ask me, and I'll tag my other names. Cause I, you've I, got you've got like a, a twenty minute special on YouTube. Is that right? Is uh, that you? I have stuff on YouTube. I don't know if it's a tw- it's, it's not really a special. I just have. Cl- yeah. I do have clips up there. Yes. That's funny. It's. Uh, I think I I just might have misread it. I thought I said. I thought I said. I might be talking about it somebody says, special. It says Deshaun Ross stand-up special from the Comedy oh, Cube. Oh, yes, the Comedy Cube. Yes, they they labeled it a special. Right, yeah. You, you know, everybody does that now. Yeah, yeah. It's a special. <laughs> is, it, is it, though? If everybody did it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> is it really that special? And you're, you're touring across America over the next, uh, well, probably yes. the rest of your life. So yes. um, if anyone's traveling around, check out the website. Can't wait to post more dates. And Tom, what about you? I am at underscore Tom Tran, T-H-O-M-T-R-A-N. My name is spelled T-H-O-M because that's how it's spelled. You're a big Radiohead fan. Yes, yes. You're the two thumbs I know, I reckon. Yeah, there's, well, there's a bunch now these days. But uh, yeah, but the the big show that I'm doing that I'm, I'm most proud of uh, that I'm working on is, uh, because I'm a guitarist, I have a show called The Story Behind the Strings, which is an in-depth look at my guitar collection, which is... Uh, it's extensive. Yeah. For just sitting around this, this room alone, there's half a dozen. It's, and yeah. inside, there's 
way more <laughs> way more <laughs> yeah um but yeah it's an i've been watching it oh, last night i was watching it going to sleep it was great oh thank you it's a uh, yeah it's like my passion project and i really like it so it's my in-depth look at my guitar collection uh i, I release a new episode every other tuesday it's on youtube it's, uh tom at youtube.com slash tom tran online so t-h-o-m-t-r-a-n online the van halen one the 5150 or the 5150 5150 yeah. sorry yeah i've got uh i've got seven van halen guitars no 11 van halen guitars <laughs> yeah, right. that's quite yeah. a jump from it's seven. it's a few yeah and, and those four were just purchased during this episode you're on ebay yeah. <laughs> under the table actually there's two guitars in here that i bought this week one of them i forgot that i bought <laughs> and it just showed up at my ups store i was like oh this happened yeah it's like oh, i guess i was drinking that love night. it and also, people should definitely listen to Scary Funny, Scary the, Funny, the Scary Funny podcast. Uh, we're at Scary Funny Show across the interwebs, and if you go to scaryfunnyshow dot com, it'll give you links to wherever your favorite podcast. The episode we on. just recorded, if you want to hear uh, that, is came out on the first Halloween of night. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's gonna we recorded it Halloween night, uh, and it dropped November first, twenty twenty three. So check all of that out. And uh, thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate that. And thanks for letting me stay at your house. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm so glad we could finally get you over here. You know, we've been uh, work colleagues, I guess. Yeah, uh, for it's the funny because I met you this week, but I, I did. I forgot that I hadn't met you in person before. Yeah, it's been three years that we've been like really trying to make this this tour happen for Do Go On. Um, and I, I mean, I just listened to an episode of a show called. Uh, Stuff You Should Know. It's another podcast that I listen to, and they talk about you know the the relationships that people wind up forging with podcasts and or just uh, you know people that they see on the news or see on television. Um, and I, I feel like we've actually become friends uh, <laughs> after like you know. It's I, I know y- your listeners really love you. I genuinely love the show, and I, I love you, Matt, and are you Jess and Dave. Um, but it's weird that I, I got to be friends with you because uh, really I wanted to bring you guys to the States and, and have you tour over here because I know you have so many fans that would love to see it. Yeah, well, I mean, in a weird way, you have brought me over because this this holiday I'm having now for a couple of weeks was time to be at the end of our yes. tour that we were so cool. We booked dates. <laughs> we had shows. I we can't had- remember how much we've talked about this on the shows before, but the Do Go On podcast, the other one I do, we would, yeah. For the listeners, we were so close to so close. The Patreon supporters, we've been keeping them up to date yeah. the whole way through. But I don't know how much we talked about it more yeah. broadly. But yeah, geez, it was, and, and it was, a, it was just a matter of like it was literally government bureaucracy that kept yeah. it from happening. First time around, it was COVID. Yeah, Second first time around, around it, it literally is COVID because yeah. we we started the process in February of 2020. And second and then time around, February of 2023, after after everything finally got to a place where we could do that, but. Yeah, you know, we, we know a lot more now. Yeah. So, And if you want to hear details on that, listen to Scary Funny Show. Yeah, yeah we talked about that a lot. <laughs> Pretty extensively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Oh, thanks so much uh, for joining us. Uh, for listeners, if you enjoyed the show, tell your friends. Give us a five-star review. Why not? I, w- I would. I'd do it to you. Mm-hmm. If you ask me, I would. <laughs> just uh, just reach out. I'll give you a five-star review. <laughs> um, but you have to ask me to review give you a five-star review in your five-star review to me so yes. you give me a five-star review and in the comments say i like hey it. while yes. you're here can you give me a f- i will do that um cheers for tuning into who knew with matt stewart now that you know it i've been matt stewart goodbye
Uh, yeah, no, I I haven't checked that out at all, but I, I've been meaning to. It's um, great Aussie awesome show. Awesome and stuff. Yeah, Aussie. Yeah, yeah. Aussie. I love that because you say Zed's different. We say Z. Yeah, you say Z, but you'd, you'd put it, if you, because you, it's written A-U-S-S-I-E, you say Aussie when we say Aussie, right? Aussie. Yeah, you because put a you, Z in there. America's smarter because you'd spell it with Zs if you want it to be Anyway, whatever. Yeah, no, no, don't put that on us because we have a K in front of a knight. And knife. And knife. Yeah, we got we have sense. that too. And we have an H in front of an herb. Oh, yeah. I think we, we say, we pronounce that H. We say herb. Yeah, yeah. Herb, yeah. 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 Herb. I still don't, I still don't understand Craig and Craig. Craig and Craig? Yeah. K or C. Right. Yeah, You say, so you say Craig? Craig. When it's like Craig when Dick. it's actually Craig, <laughs> okay. So you say like Craig? Yeah, you spell it C R E G basically. C R, but it's A I. Yeah, it's A I. Craig. 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 Yeah, and I spell the way I hear things, so I'm I'm the worst. No, that sounds like the best. All right. Brad Williams, an American comic as well, right? He is an American comedian. He is uh, he's a little person. I haven't even told him this story yet. So Brad's Brad's wife is uh, she's Asian. Brad is not, and uh, I sometimes leave my car at their house when I when I fly out of town. And I came back from a trip, went to grab my car, and his wife, her mom, and their their kid were on the porch. And as I was getting out of the uber the uber driver goes you have a beautiful family <laughs> and i was like i don't have time to explain this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> for the listeners tom is asian also brad literally just texted me right this very second i was like he's listening already <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> normally you think you two because you two basically you've been living together for a while you know each other very well. You'd think you'd be you'd know how to trick yourselves. But you neither of you picked either of your answers <laughs> yet. <laughs> I think we know each other too. Yeah, well. maybe that's, that's right, because the, the opposite's happening. You know which you're like, well, that was Tom's. <laughs> it was funny because I'm I wasn't even trying to trick him as much as like not go with my normal because the first one, the bang harder. What was it called again? The hard work? Oh, hard yakka. Hard yakka. Because I was like I was going to go with something in porn. Not going to. Hard yakker sounds very like right. he's known for his hard yakker. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so Tiffany Haddish has been in this shed? No, she was uh, in the studio. Oh, the other well, shed. The, the gym, what is now the gym, used to be the studio. That was before the world ended. You've got, uh, who's who's the uh, who, who's some of the big names have been in uh, your, your studios here? Tiffany was in there. I've had a lot of porn stars in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, well, for your guitar podcast? No. I had a podcast called The Sex Jokes and Rock and Roll Show. That makes more sense. Yeah. And it was, uh, it was just people talking about stuff that they loved. So it could be anybody talking about anything that they loved. And is, like, Hollywood's here for, like, mainstream movies? Is this sort of... Is it porn Hollywood also in LA? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. The San Fernando Valley is where they make all the porn. There you go. Yeah. I so. seen one uh, like two days ago. One of the porn girls. That I I just happened to figure it out because 
she was walking her dog, and I said, hey. You recognize her? Uh, I've scrolled past her page a few times. <laughs> I'm friends with a bunch of porn stars. Like, yeah, right. Like, good friends. You're friends with everyone, though. Yeah, yeah, whatever. They used to do a porn show. Not show, but it was a comedy show. But it was put on by a porn guy. Um, Lexington something. Deal. Yeah, at the Ha Ha Cafe. And he wanted to come up to me and shake my hand at this. He was like, man, very fun. I was like, nah, 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 nah. Did you you get off uh, work? (laughs) And there was a lot of porn stars. I was like, yo, why are all the girls naked? Yeah. Like they would be, there's like neck. It was like Halloween every Wednesday out there. Yeah. That's how the girls were dressed. There was only one year in the six years that I've lived here where... My my then ex wife and I, we handed out candy. your then ex wife. You back yeah. together? No, no, no. We're well. No, no. My then wife, my now ex wife. Good catch. <laughs> Sorry, that just broke my brain when you said it. My <laughs> then ex wife. Like you got back with her? Why? My, no, no. My then wife, my now ex wife. We we had the door open. We left the gate open because I I'm a security freak. So I have gates upon gates upon gates coming to my house. And we left the gate open. We had a pumpkin out and we had like, you know, a little trail of candles coming to the front door. And we just sat there dressed up uh, on the couch watching TV, waiting for trick or treaters. And two sad like tweens came up. <laughs> and uh, I remember the one girl goes, Oh, look at the sad, lonely <laughs> adults. It was like that's almost funny. nine o'clock and we still had all our candy. We're like, just take all of yeah, this. Yeah. Like, oh, this can't be a, here. That's rough. That's rough for them that's, too at that age. Yeah. Do I still go? Do I not go? That's yeah. a heartbreaking from all angles, that story. What <laughs> age What age do you stop trick-or-treating? What age do you think is appropriate to stop trick-or-treating? It's only just started becoming a thing in Australia. Really? And, yeah, recently. Um, I think you didn't trick or treat when you were a kid. No, nah, my whole life I probably have had like three knocks on the door, and uh, but I think it's happening more and more. Okay, now so I never, yeah, I, I missed it unfortunately because it, yeah, it's a, I think it's a fun holiday. I love how much you know, just every in the multiple cities I've been in, every city's got decorations oh, everywhere. You and- should drive by to you should take them by Toluca Lake. Because Toluca Lake does it right. Well, we can't drive in there because they like kind of like block it all off, and uh, most of the houses um, participate. And they some of them have actual haunt. They turn their house or yeah. they build a haunted house. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of awesome. There's a it's, couple places in Burbank to do that too. Yeah. Full, it's like it's Christmas. Yeah. It's like spooky Christmas. Yeah. Because people go all out on the decorations. And yeah. Stuff. You're starting Lake to see rich. that a bit in in Melbourne. Uh, mm-hmm. Like there's a few houses on our street where I live that they're. There is uh, decorations, but yeah, you know, I'd say we're 50 years behind probably. So you, what you're saying is you guys don't believe on knocking on strangers' door and getting strangers' candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. <laughs>